We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. I get an invitation that says you're invited to so-and-so's hence. You're invited but you have to spend $500. He's literally said like I could have human shit on my face and he'll still love me. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the potty, everybody. Oh, that rhymes. Welcome back to the potty, everybody. Welcome back to the potty, everybody. Everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Do you know what that just reminded me of? I recently watched Step Brothers and you know how they're like rapping about the boat? Boats and holes. <laughs> Boats and holes. Dude, Step Brothers has prestige, to be prestige, prestige. one of like my favourite movies. It is it's a classic. Iconic. It will never get old. No, it will never get old. It's will forever make me laugh and I feel like I do know every line of that movie. Yeah, it is a classic. And have you watched that movie that I told you about? Uh, the no. Future War. No. Okay, so this is another film recommendation from Ella. Guys, I don't watch movies. I really don't. And since being with Guy, he has watched every single movie on Netflix, Stan, yeah. Amazon, Binge. He has seen it all. He knows the story about every actor. He knows all of these random things about them. And now I'm like... So intrigued. I think I was saying on one of the other episodes, we just went down a Jim Carrey. Yes, uh, you were on a Jim Carrey spiral. And if we watched, can call it a spiral. And then I just watched this like Netflix interview with him about when he took on this character. I think it was like 1990. It was like ages ago. And it's got old footage from back then. And he is it the comedian guy. Yes, and he, and he literally turns into this guy. And he, yeah, what's it called again? It's I've called no, like, hang on, the, the Netflix doco thing was called Andy, Jim and Andy, because he he um, like literally was Andy turns even into this. off camera, like he was the character off camera, and he was acting like that guy, and it was like actually a lot. It was a lot. Man on the Moon. Um, no. there was a lot. There was actually, I think, a lot of things that Jim had done impersonating him and even his real dad came to the set and his real sister because the comedian this guy Andy had passed away and his real father and sister had come on set and it was really weird because Jim was actually speaking to the father as if he was and it was it honestly I just went down this really big rabbit hole of Jim Carrey and also Adam Sandler. So they call that kind of acting is like method acting where they fully become the character and I know there's a lot of actors that do that where yeah. they and um you know who else did this Heath Ledger did yeah, this when he did the Joker. the Joker and he fully became the Joker and it sometimes can be a lot. Well, it's I, like how do you check out of the character? Like yeah. these people go filming for you know four months, six months. I mean, when you turn into something, I mean, like did Margot Robbie turn into Barbie? Barbie? I mean, I'm curious. Did she? Because that would have been dope. I mean, it's so interesting and. I'm learning so much about all these celebrities. Adam Sandler, right? This is so- another comedian. So you're into comedians. Well, I feel like with- Guy obviously is into okay. comedians. Yeah. And they're so interesting. So Adam Sandler in all of these movies that we've watched and like I'm talking some of his first movies, right? Yeah. Even up until now. And you know the um, Happy Madison production. Yeah, yeah. So Adam Sandler has got his own production company and he actually produces all the movies that say a Happy Madison production. Ah, He's produced them all. And he will be like the main character and all of his best friends are all the other actors and his real life wife is also in them. Jeez. And his kids have been anyway, it's I was just like, wow, I'm so impressed by these actors on a different level now. I love that you've just gone down this spiral. It's just, and and all I've done is sat at home <laughs> complaining about how much wedding season is costing me. Guys, we far out. I mean, I was talking about that original movie though, The Future, The Future War. Yeah, that's Tell us new- about that. Put that on your list, oh, yeah. guys. Future War. Recommendation. I mean, it came out last year. Future it's Chris War. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Again, I don't really know who this guy is, but guy loves him and so I love him. This movie was amazing. It's sci-fi, so there's like a war happening in the future. IMDb gives it a six and a half out of ten stars. Is that low? Uh, the budget was two hundred million, and the box office made nineteen million. So they're in a. Oh, that's <laughs> not very good. 
Oh, that's not very good then. But babe, you enjoyed the well, film. I and so loved I need it. to watch it. And so there now, we go. And now I'm watching this other show that he's in. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Can't remember the name of it, but there's only The Tomorrow War? No. That's, yeah, that's, that's the, movie. the movie. And then the show, there's only like nine episodes. And it's about him. And he was in the war. He was in the military. And he was in an explosion, got concussed. Anyway, I can't remember the fucking name of that show, but it's on Netflix. Just type in Chris Pratt. I need to watch this because Ella's been going on about it all weekend and I'm all obsessed. I've been watching is Law and Order. I've been going through a Law and Order thing. When Mum and I were in Singapore, the I only, never got into it. The only thing we could watch was Amazon Prime and on Prime mm. was Law and Order SVU and it's my guilty pleasure. Like I love it. I've watched it for years. Yeah. I'm up to season 18 now. Like, I never got into it. It's the best. Wait, why can you only watch Amazon Prime in Singapore? Well, because number one, Netflix stopped working because, you know, now you can't have more than oh, – I'm not repaying for Netflix, by the way. Netflix, see ya. Yeah. Because you're not, you're not taking my money anymore because the fact that I can't have my family's account that I've had for 10 years. But can't you – so it hasn't happened to me yet because my whole family, we all use the one account. Well, have you been on Netflix? Have you used it? Yeah, no. Oh, that's where I watched the movie like three nights well, ago. Well, I think they've gypped you because <laughs> they've, just, they've just gone, yep, But is it not like ya. a family pack thing? Can't you have? Well, no. we're always still using it. Oh, you're paying more, doll. We better look at you. I'm not paying for it. My mom and my dad is. <laughs> well, mum's just mom, actually speaking of subscription-based things, and I will get to the bitching about wedding season. Yes. All right, I will get there, and we will get to what we're talking about in this episode. But mum just calls me yesterday. And goes, Domenica, I'm cancelling um, binge. I'm cancelling stand. I've just figured out I'm paying forty dollars a month for all of these subscriptions. Okay, mum. Number one, this has made me sad because now I've got to pay for I'm myself. I'm paying for all of that. I'm not apart from Netflix. I'm paying for Disney, Stan, Binge, Hey You, and also Foxtel. Prime? And Foxtel? Prime. I don't even know why I have Foxtel. Dude, why are you paying for all of <laughs> I think I frantically downloaded Foxtel to watch something and I couldn't end up. Oh, no, I'll tell you what it was. When I moved houses, my bedroom downstairs doesn't have normal TV. Antenna. So she downloads so Foxtel. I downloaded Foxtel. And Foxtel also doesn't have live TV, babe. So I don't. So you've got to use nine, nine now. Go. Yeah, now nine, nine now, all. nine go, ten go. That's buddy. all I use now. Anyway, guys, yeah. download the Tomorrow War. Not hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, it's, it's, not, not sponsored. it's also not sponsored by Gloria Jean. It's not sponsored which by I've just Gloria taken Jean. three sips of my coffee and I'm already having a fucking anxiety attack. Right? And she goes, "You've had three sips." I go, "Babe, it's buzzing me. It's buzzing." I needed me. this. I was yawning on the way in. I'm going to get to my rant while she's having another sip of coffee. All right, guys, yeah. we all know it's wedding season. It's also – wait, it's not wedding season. Well, I don't bloody – in my family it is. I've got bloody ten weddings this year, what it feels it's like. It's cold. Well, bro, riddle me that because it's – It's wedding season for Dom. And look, I'm having a bit of a bitch and yeah. I know a lot of you guys can sympathise here because, look – Getting to, I mean, the purpose of, of today's episode, which is about travelling with your partner. Yes. Jack and I are travelling to Italy for a month this year, all right? So, look, I've spending a bit of cash. We <laughs> all know that international travel is not cheap. And, Travel in you know, general. Um, uh, this is our first trip together yeah. and I've, you know, we've I've been a bit spendy, okay. all right? I've been a bit spendy. We've booked some nice places and rightly so. We work hard all year. He only gets a few weeks off during the year. Mm-hmm. We want to have a nice trip. Anyway, we've got a lot of weddings, all right? Family weddings. I know these people don't listen to the podcast anyway, so I'm going to have a bitch. Okay? And if they do, then you can come and slide into the DM. So that's the only bloody contact you've got with me. So, guys, I don't know what it is about weddings, all right? So my cousin's getting married. I've got first to go. First cousin, second cousin. First cousin. Yep. I understand. So close, close family. Close. Yeah. I already got out of going to a few things because I was in the jungle for my other mm. cousin's wedding. So I didn't go to the hens and I didn't go to the kitchen tea. Okay. Now, who knows that there's going to be all these events that you've got to pay to go to, doll. Mm. So you get invited but, oh, excuse me, you've got to pay. Yeah. So I get the invitation the other day and I was already having a bit of a shitty day. All right, like it was a busy day. I look at my phone. I get an invitation that says, we're so excited you're invited to so-and-so's hens. You're invited, but you have to spend $500. You're invited, (laughs) but the first event you've got to go is Picasso and Sip or some bullshit. It's going to cost you $160. Okay? Is that painting? Painting. Yeah, I did that in Melbourne. So you're going to paint, all right, everyone? Paint and sip on some champers. You're going to paint, and then what you're going to do is you're going to go to dinner at Toddy's that's going to cost you $200. 
Mum turns to me and goes, bitch, you're not paying $200. You barely even eat enough to pay. Yeah. To, I go, you know what, Mum, you're right. Pay for the bread. I mean, all I want at Toddy's is the bread, bread and those and tomatoes and a couple glasses of wine. Oh, and the burrata. And the burrata. Yeah, kind yeah, of burrata. But also, babe, can we talk about this, please? Yes. This whole night is going to cost me about $400. Let's mm-hmm. be honest, with the Ubers, because yeah. obviously if I'm drinking, I'm not driving. Yeah. I ain't buying an outfit. I will repeat an outfit, bitch, because I'm yeah. not spending oh. money on an Thanks. outfit. Let's talk about your outfits for a second. You've got plenty, so yeah. that's not an issue. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. But also, do I need to bring a gift as well to this hens? Or is my mm. um, presence a gift at this point? Because turns out at the hens and all of these things, you're paying for the bride as well. Yes. I didn't realise this. Yes. Well, it's different. I mean, obviously, like, everybody has different ways they want to do it. I've been a bridesmaid um, a few times. Uh, <clears throat> always a bridesmaid. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> I have been a bridesmaid a few times. Um, and they've all been very different weddings. Catholic, religious, Seventh-day Adventist, not religious. Mm-hmm. You know, the first wedding that I was a bridesmaid, we were 19 or 20. Yeah, I still had really short hair, like, growing oh, out. Oh, that's young. Yeah, she was religious. Are they still um, married? Still married. They've got a baby. And she came from a very – well, they were – he was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still to this day the most extravagant wedding I have ever seen in my life. So we were the bridesmaids. We did have to do a hens. We also did – I think we did about three events. And did they make you pay for everything? Yes. And, so- and we also paid for the bridesmaid dress, which was made in England, I no, believe, thank you. or overseas. No, thank you. Uh, which she had travelled overseas to go collect, and we paid. I think, I think it was like a two thousand no. dollar custom dress, but we ended up doing fifty percent. I think. No. And you know, I was nineteen at the time. No, fresh out of high school. Dull. Nah. So bringing you and back, we, to- and we got a gift, and we got a gift. We got her a Versace vintage vase with a matching plate to put her rings um, in. And, look, unfortunately we're not really friends anymore, which, you know, happens in life. And she was very young to get married and also got married at, I don't don't know if you guys know this place in Melbourne. If you're from Melbourne, you probably would know it. It's the Point Campbell House. I think it's like 30 grand for the night. Just to hire the place. Just to have the house. It's like a mansion like all of the bridal party, we all slept there on this like lake. Oh, it's fucked. It's insane. Like I'm, I know that a lot of celebrities from Australia have been married there. It's like, it's it was insane. So you had to spend a, a shit ton of money at the age of nineteen. Okay, I'm pretty sure my mum actually helped me pay for it. hundred percent. How I wouldn't yeah. have been able to pay at nineteen all that fresh out of school. But sorry, door to door sales. <laughs> so this is a real thing, guys. I really think nowadays, okay, that. If you get asked to be a bridesmaid, I think it's okay to decline because if so. you can't afford it, yeah, knowing that you're going to have to pay for all of these things, you have to pay for your dress. Um, excuse me. Look, I come from Italian background. Okay, mm. in Italian culture, mm. if you have two bridesmaids or you've got ten, you pay for the dresses, you pay mm. for the heels, you yeah. pay for everything, the hair and makeup. I don't know how it works in, you know. I don't really have a way of doing it. When I got married, because I oh. actually did have a real wedding, <laughs> <laughs> I paid. I only had a maid of honor, and that was Isabella, my yeah. best friend. So I only had one because mm. I'm like, I like that idea. I just had one. I paid for her dress. Yeah, I made. I got it online. It was literally 170 dollars. Love that. I bought her some Tony Bianco's. Paid for her hair and makeup. It's all it needs to be. And I didn't want anything from her. I want all I wanted Izzy to be was to stand there to give me support on the day, and yeah. that's what she did. And like. That was her job, if you want to call it a job. Mm. But back to this hen's party. All right. Where does it even come from? Like, when, at what point in life did it become that, like, the bride doesn't pay? And where did it. Is that like a tradition? I don't know where that came from, but I want to know where all of these festivities leading up to the wedding that cost a shit ton of money come from. Yeah. And I'm just going to be really honest here, guys. As someone who has been married and has done it, like I did. So for my hens, if you want to call it, 
I did like a weekend in Bondi. We went to Toddy's actually for classic, right? But oh, mine wasn't two hundred dollars a head. Yeah, mine was not two hundred dollars a head. Inflation, <laughs> right? And back then, I felt as though I had to do that. If I was to get mm, married now, different. I wouldn't be doing anything. On that same weekend, I had a like a kitchen tea thing. Where what is at, the at icebergs, so we, you know, icebergs, a fancy restaurant in Bondi. Oh, yes, yes, which yes. my mum paid for. Not people didn't pay per head. Wow, my mum paid for it. Mm. And some people brought a gift. Some people didn't bring a gift. It's not expected. It's not expected. Yeah, I wanted to do that, which was lovely. I still have lovely photos and memories of that. Would mm. I do it again? No, I definitely wouldn't, mm. because it was a waste of probably about six grand. <sighs> all up, yeah. all of that stuff. Right, could have mm. gone to something else. Could have gone to a holiday. Really. Yeah. But at the time, you, you're so caught up in all of the festivities and the shit. But back to this particular mm. conundrum I've got. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to this hens, okay, because I've got to go because I can't go to the wedding because I'm overseas, which is oh, okay. I haven't so yeah, you, you, right? yeah. I can't go to the wedding. And am I going to eat $200 worth? Am I going to drink $200 worth? No. No. I don't think I've ever gone on a night out where I've consumed $200 worth of stuff unless I've had a really expensive cocktail. Well, yeah, some places 200 bucks can get you like the entree in the main. Yeah, but, babe, but Toddy's what $200. Yeah, no. And because you're not like excessively drinking, like, I mean, you'll really probably just have the bread, the burrata, and something. Toddy's, explain. Yeah, is it maybe it's like the set menu thing? Unless they're ha- hiring the plate, the, they're booking like a private room, unless oh. there's a set menu. So maybe it's like the hiring of the, the spot. The, and it's yeah, like, yeah. to be honest with you, there's people there that I don't really want to be around either. Yeah. And I'm being brutally honest. But, guys, I'm telling you, like, it's my money and I feel bad. Yeah. Where do these things even come from? It's actually – and when I was saying it before, how it's like, where did the tradition come from that the bride doesn't traditionally pay for any of the Because it's up? her, like – Because also the wedding, right? Isn't that oh, the thing too? That's another fucking that, thing. That, like, the bride's – Parent, no. What is it? Well, in Italian culture, how it works is your family pays for the wedding. The, you don't really pay for the wedding. Uh, like like the, your parents. Your parents have to pay. As in both the husband and the yes, wife's so, parents. And you do half each. And so the way it goes with the reception is the wife's, like you pay for your side and he pays for his side. So mm. however many people they have, they pay for. That's what I did with my wedding. So I that, feel like that's and, pretty and fair. That's, that's fair. Yeah. And obviously you pay for your dress, la, yeah. la, la. But. When it comes to going to weddings, I know we just give money. Yeah. And considering we go as a family and it's our mm. first cousin, mum puts at least a thousand dollars in the in yeah. in the card. Yeah. In the busty, we which call is it. very generous. Which is very bloody generous. Very generous. Like imagine getting that from all of the guests. So speaking of gifts that I got at my kitchen tea, um, what's a kitchen tea by the way? Kitchen tea is like—is it literally I know, tea? It's so and dumb. Sandwiches? Is that- no, it's not. <laughs> it's like that's where all the women come together. It's so sexist once again, and it's like you get gifts for your house because apparently you don't fuck. Well, hello, we were, I know it's so stupid. We were living together for four years. Anyway, I know it's. I actually hate myself. I imagine a kitchen tea like everyone's sitting around with a cup of tea and biscuits, and then you like dress it. It's like where you make the wedding dress out of a out of toilet paper and do all that shit. Oh. So it's like those kind of things. Anyway, so I remember I got gifts and monetary gifts from my family and friends that came. Yeah. So I got money. And I remember we needed a fridge at the time and I bought a $2,000 fridge. New fridge. That's a lot for a fridge. Yeah, really That's... nice one. Double doors, fucking oh. huge, beautiful with a water machine and ice. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Like it was so <laughs> How like, lush. Oh, I was like living, right? Water out of the fridge. And then obviously I go through a divorce and I'm like Who's splitting the fridge? Who gets the fridge? Well, I was moving out and I moved out to a smaller place oh. and there was no way I could have gotten that fridge into Herbert Street. Into Herbert Street. So turns out I got gypped. You got gypped because usually, and I didn't even keep the ring. I gave everything back. I took. Wow. I got nothing out of that. Isn't that crazy? Except a mental mental health issues and Millie. I'm Millie. That's actually the best thing I got and out Millie. of that. Yeah, yeah. So long story short, guys, if you are getting married and you think that you need to do kitchen teas and all of this bullshit, honestly, you just don't. save your money, go on a fucking nice holiday, and buy yeah. yourself a business class ticket somewhere. That's yeah. all I can say. I mean, when I think about me getting married, and when we've spoken about this, like. I just don't imagine doing anything like the 
traditional, traditional way. Oh, don't. Like, it just doesn't need to be that way. It's break the cookie for so many people. Honestly, guys, if you break the cookie cutter, like what you think a wedding needs to be, number one, it's going to be way cooler. You're going to save money. Mm. And you know what? You'll spend money on yourself, you and your husband, because mm. that's all that matters. Yeah. It's not the people that are at the wedding. Because I'm telling you right now, the second they walk out of that, the event, they, they forget about it. Because yeah. I know I do. Yeah. I have never gone to a wedding where I'm like, I'm sitting here right now still fantasizing about that wedding. No. I mean, all the weddings that I've been a part of, it's, yes, special, but I just know how much money was spent. And it makes it a lot less special. Because oh, I just think about, wow, you walk out of there and it's like 150K down the or drain. More. Like one of my brother's friends got married recently and it was like a $400,000 wedding. And they're having like 300 guests. I, I don't mean, even know 300 people. I know. When I was another bridesmaid to just before maths, one of my best friends, there was about 300 guests. I'm like, what? But these are Italian and Greek. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so you're inviting a lot of friends, the putti, the cousins, the Johnnies, the Zias, the Zeals. Yeah, no, I don't have any of that. It's Guys, very small. So that's, that's Dom's <laughs> advice for this week. Uh, you know, seriously. It's expensive to be it's a part exp- of it. It's expensive. Yeah. And I'm traveling this year. You're traveling as yeah. well. I'm trying to kind of, you know, save my pennies where I can and yeah. spend it on things. Like not to be selfish, but I want to spend it on me. I know yeah. that sounds selfish, but at the end of the day, I don't really think it is. Yeah. Because, but like, is it, do you think that it's selfish that I don't want to spend money going to an event that I don't necessarily want to go to, that I know I'm not going to get the value out of? No, I think that. I think that we should all be able to choose what we want to do and it be like respectfully declining. Do you know what I mean? Like don't take offense to it. I'm in a position where I'm doing this and, you know, like hope you can understand kind of thing. Like I know if that was me and my friend couldn't afford to do something, it would be totally fine. I'd be like, yeah, that's so fine. And I I feel like I would feel bad. I would be like – I couldn't sit here and send out an invitation well and truly knowing that people are going to have to fork out $400 for a weekend, for one night. Yeah, I know. I don't know. So it just – Even for bucks. Like my brother's done a few bucks recently and he's been telling me how much – You've got to travel. Yeah. You've got to go interstate. You've got to book flights. Gold Coast they were for a couple of nights and it just sounded so expensive. It's excessive. It's expensive. And then the only thing you're left with is literally a hangover. And, and a headache. Real, a headache, dry skin. Yeah. Who wants that? Yeah. And maybe demons if you've done something naughty. Demons. Because I know that male bucks is a bit different to the ladies' uh, hens. Mate. Yeah. I don't want to know what goes on I don't want to know either. doors there. That's like, just- that. Oh, yeah. It's a bit nasty. But it's a nasty. Anyway, but let's get into our topic for today. And it does kind of get to that because it does. It's about travel. And yeah. We are very lucky, not only in our career, but also in our lives that we are able to travel mm-hmm. with our partners. Mm-hmm. We know how hard it is, guys, getting time off work, but also affording a getaway. Yeah. And I feel as though, and I've said this to Jack, that this is kind of our penultimate mm. trip that we're going to do because who knows, you know, we might buy a house together. We might mm-hmm. have a baby. We yeah. might, you know, want to invest in something else. So mm. I felt as though this year that, this is the trip, the big trip that yeah. I want to do with him. It's like the it could be the last big yes. trip before something really big happens and you can't maybe leave for a couple of years exactly. until you're older. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was like, let's go out. Let's go all out on this trip. Let's book some really nice places on the Amalfi Coast and yeah. we're going to go to Croatia and see my mum's dad's family over there. So we're just doing things that I've always wanted to do and mm. now I'm so blessed and lucky that I'm in the position, not only that I've got an amazing partner mm-hmm. to do it with, mm-hmm. but also the money. And I'm so blessed and lucky and, I, and I've made this life for myself, mm-hmm. but also I know how lucky I am. But today, guys, what we're talking about is travelling with a partner. It's our first big trip with our partners. Yeah, this is the first time I'm – I mean, I'm not counting Jarvis Bay. Yes. Did, did Jarvis Bay when I yep. was chronically fucking – I was <laughs> so sick. I had the worst UTI. I was – something the Roaccutane was doing and I was not well. I was She was on a deathbed, you yeah, poor thing. Like, so, like, we went away for four days and I was napping three hours a day. Mm. I was so sick and then he got sick. So I'm not counting that as a trip. Um, yeah. But this is actually the first time I'm travelling, like, proper internationally. Oh, my mum's calling. Sorry, Belinda, mom. please Sorry, mum. <laughs> um, first trip, yeah, like, international with a partner. And I'm also not counting – 
going to London with Miles because I wasn't actually on a holiday. I was in a very sad environment. So that wasn't a vacation. Um, no, definitely. And also you you weren't like travelling like actually like on the plane. You're yeah. doing, you know, you're in another a non-English-speaking well, country. Yeah, exactly. All of these things that are mm. different to travelling in Australia. Like I've gone to New Zealand with Jack. We've mm. gone many times to Jarvis Bay. We've gone to the Gold Coast together. Yeah. We've done that kind of stuff together. Yeah. But this is leaving the country on a really long flight, going to a non-English-speaking country, yeah. out of our comfort zones, mm. jet lag, all of the above, mm. you know, luggage, all of these things. Toilet time. Toilet time, <laughs> private time, all of the above. Yeah. So I thought, guys, let's make a dedicated episode about this because yeah. we know, you know, being in Australia, winter is the time that everyone, there's a mass exodus. People leave the country. Everyone's like, already gone. Fuck the cold. Everyone's already left. Everyone's in Europe. People are in Bali, which is where Dom and I are both going. Yes. And I've got to say, guys, I obviously live in Melbourne. It feels colder than usual my uber driver said that to me this morning it, it actually does and you know what's interesting because last year we were in la italy and then i went to london yeah. and then the year before i was in sydney so i haven't actually had a melbourne winter like a real melbourne winter and it's not even technically winter yet right no it is so we're, no we're in winter wait we're, are we yeah we're definitely in winter because june is june winter and then july like we're getting to peak winter now babes yeah, okay, we're getting well, that into that. Makes a lot of sense. It then. makes it makes a lot of sense because I tell you okay. what, I landed here this morning, guys, and my nips could have cut through fucking steel. It's it was definitely chilly. yeah. Like the other morning, it was about six degrees, and because I get up very early, it's way too fucking. I early. mean, I went to gym this morning and it was still dark. You know, it was it was like seven a.m. It wasn't even early, early. Like dark. it was still black outside. Also, that should be illegal. I'm sorry. It, it was, actually should be. Fully black outside. Got to the gym. Taylor, my PT, is like, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit cold and dark still. I'm like, babe, it's literally nighttime. Nah. And it was 7 a.m. though. Not for me, Joel. Like, that's not even fucking early. I was up at 5 a.m. and it was black for two whole hours. So you can see why people want to leave this, <laughs> yeah, this black hole. Yeah, winter, I get it. Okay? I totally get it. So Jack and I have booked flights. We're going to Italy. We're going to Croatia. Book, you, got, you and Guy have booked flights to Bali. You're out of here. See ya. So... We want to talk about the things. Like how do you prepare? How do you prepare for this? Because you know what? Dom actually came to me and, and brought this topic up and I haven't actually really thought about it that much. And I will say recently I've been having, I guess, my moments a couple of times where I've wanted, to, you know, my alone time. And, you know, Guy and I have had some really honest, open conversations about how to navigate through that because I find that I sometimes just need – alone time and you know I totally cross my mind now like I'm going to be going overseas yeah. with him and it's you're in a different place you're out of your comfort zone you can't go into your like little you know space little space but it, it's kind of nice knowing that we're, you're going to have to spread your wings and yeah. get yourself out of your comfort zone because that's where growth happens as well and yeah. that's where you really start to get to know each other and we reached out to you guys mm. in the Facebook group and that's kind of the general consensus of what we got from you guys in the group was that you're going to learn a lot about each other and it's also make or break it will either yeah, make you thanks guys it's that's basically yeah, yeah you know and i feel like a lot of people like friends and stuff do tend to say that like when you go on a holiday with them it is make or break or when you spend you know a week straight it's make or break when you're like forced to be with each other yeah it, but also you're on holidays, can I just say. You're in a very relaxed environment. You're not working. You know, I've the, kind Yeah, the stresses of everyday life, you know, having to like feed the cats, make yes. sure the kitty litters, you know, take Millie out, do do all of yeah. these things. I will be thinking about them though oh, every day. 100%. Like I'll be FaceTiming Millie. Well, this is the first time I'm leaving them. I know. You haven't even thought about that with a, with a With I know. animals. I know. I know. Yep. This is my life. Forget me. No, they're not. Oh my god. Kai will be at the door waiting for you, fucking meowing, oh. bitch, into infinity and beyond. Oh, I'm actually gonna miss them. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing, doll. Oh my god. So I've kind of made a bit of a list of the things that I guess I've thought about. Yes, about traveling. So for me, the first thing is packing. And now I brought yes. this up to Ellen, and she's like, "I ain't packing for guy." I ain't and packing. then she's like, "Well, hang on, I've got to make sure he's got his outfit sorted." And I go, "Bing." <laughs> Go. <laughs> yeah, the so wardrobe. The, the wardrobe. man's wardrobe is something that I've thought about. I've already started buying Jack stuff. Yeah. And have a go at me all you want, guys. Say I'm whipped, whatever. 
I've bought his linen. I've bought outfits that I'm like, babe, you're wearing this and this and this. I mean, look, I will say I I hadn't actually thought about uh, (laughs) until about an hour ago when Dom asked me. I haven't thought about Guy's wardrobe. He does dress very well. Like yep. I've never looked we at love him that. being like, babe, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> like he, he knows that I like all black. So yep. he wears yes, a lot of he all does. black. Yep. And he wears his dunks and he's kind of got it down pat now. Yeah. Um, but Bali style is a bit different. He he did uh, show me a shirt when we were on FaceTime the other night actually. And he was like, oh, I'm definitely bringing this to Bali. And it was like a vacay, like, <laughs> you like know, Hawaiian those, shirt. Hawaiian shirt. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Like a fun holiday shirt. Fun holiday I feel shirt. like you need that. But yeah. I don't feel like I'll worry too much. I'm going to buy him a couple of really nice yet linen vibe, but also don't want to like be that annoying missus that's like, babe, like totally. wear this, you know. I'm not about telling him what to wear. I'm more like I know Jack so well that he will not buy himself anything new. Yeah. Like even if his jeans have a hole in them, I'm like, babe, I'm going to Levi's. I know your size and I just have it and I leave it there. Yeah. He's the, he's the – very much he'd rather put his money into his house renovation or buying new tech for his computer. And I understand that. Yeah. Guys don't – well, no, not all guys. Not all guys, but it's a thing, okay, and yeah. I get that. And for me, that's my way of showing love. Like I yeah. have no hesitation on spending money on him. No way oh, whatsoever. Like I do. Whatever is mine is his. Like that's how much I love the man. Yeah. So for me, it's not like telling him what to wear on the mm. holiday. It's like, babe, I bought you these nice kind of like khaki shorts and yeah. these swimmers and, oh, look, I got these on sale for you. And I put them in his wardrobe and when it comes time to packing, I yeah. will say, oh, Dal, remember I bought you those things? Yeah. And we pack them in the suitcase. And that's all I need to do. And yeah. that's my job done. It's not me packing his suitcase for him because, no. hey, he ain't no six-year-old boy. He no. can do that himself. They can sort themselves Please. out. Yes. Plus, guys on holidays tend to just wear the same thing every day. <laughs> and, and, I mean, I end up doing that as well. So, so do I. Like, I'm a chronic overpacker. I and know. I've said to myself same. this year, I am not overpacking because we remember the shit show of last year when we were at that Calabresi um, train station, remember, and my oh, suitcase yes. went down the stairs and could have fucking killed someone. Yeah. Do you remember that? We don't need the weight. We don't need the weight. We don't need a 40-kilo suitcase you're this in year. A, where we're going, you're in a bikini, you're throwing a sarong and a T-shirt, you've got a couple of nice dresses for dinners. It's hot. You we can don't need rotate no outfits though. You yeah. can. And let's be honest, you might buy things here and there, like exactly. a few linen like a little linen dress or something, you don't need to overpack. So that's something I've told myself. I don't need to worry about Jack overpacking because I know he'll just be bringing enough undies for the whole trip and like two pairs of shorts and maybe like 10 T-shirts. I reckon that's what he's going to bring. It's more like the toiletry stuff, I think. But even for him, he'll be having his toothbrush and that's it. Jack literally uses bar soap, babe. Yeah. He uses bar soap in his hair. And here I am with (laughs) Kerastar shampoo. I'm like, doll. Maybe every, like, once a week you can just do this on your hair, honey. Yeah, Guy Guy actually was the one who came home with the, uh, the Kevin, Kevin Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> he came home with, like, the professional size Kevin Murphy shampoo <laughs> and conditioner and he uses that. I, I actually used that when I was uh, at your place. Yeah. I've, I've been hey, using that's it really not nice. I know, he's actually – and he uses um, – Fuck, he uses this moisturiser that I got sent and he loves it. I can't remember the brand, but it's actually – and he's quite sensitive, so – So it's good. It's good. Well, last night Jack actually – he was like, oh, is my skin red? I go, doll, your skin is red because it's so dry, honey. And I was like, Aww. let me come, let me put some uh, a mask on you. And he let me. And I was like, even he knew his yeah. skin was dry and he needed it. They need it. And then – his skin was beautiful. Exactly. So sometimes he just has to give in to me and my crazy beauty routine. Yeah. My honestly, my packing when it comes to toiletries is ridiculous. Like I really You this, and the makeup? Oh my god. I need to like this is your my makeup issue. I know is it's probably bad. what all of my toiletries would be. Like, have you seen what I just packed for an overnight trip to Melbourne? Like yeah. did you see the big thing? I know like, it's my, bad. Like I there's one foundation. There's one concealer, there's one bronzer, there's one lip liner, there's my lip balm, a bit of blush now that I'm wearing blush. I think I went a bit overboard today. No, I was about to comment to you today that your blush is amazing. I had like, What are you, blush are you using at the moment? Oh, a, a MAC one that I just found in the drawer. Love it. Don't know what it is or what it's called. Beautiful. And um, one <laughs> mascara. Oh, and there's the powder that makes me not oily, the Laura Mercier thing. Yep. And that's about it. Oh, and the brow thing because I'm doing brows too now. See, why do I just have one of each? A million, I know. Maybe I need to like fully cull. Just one of each. I don't know if I can do that though. 
Well, you, you probably need like six lip liners, let's be honest. I only need two. Yeah, I do. I'm, and I, then my red. But I, I definitely do. You like, can definitely pack lighter with the makeup. Okay, can I at least have two bronzers? Um, I need two. Okay. I need one cream and I need one powder. But you're going to be like in the humidity. I know, but like at night I love a dewy look. Okay, well then so you I can. need one cream. So I need I can only have one cream and one powder of each thing. Oh, my God, how am I going to do That's this? That's all that you can take because you just don't use the rest of it. Plus, you also take your lash curler, which I don't use. Yeah, no, I'm going to get a lash lift. Yeah. But I There's a get, lot of things yeah, I think okay. that you don't so need. So I'm, I'm going to be – I'm going to hold myself to it. Yeah. This year I'm only going to take one – One of each. Each. And then two of some things. But like one eyeshadow palette. Hello, I just wear my bronzer as eyeshadow. Yeah, I'm not even bringing an eyeshadow yeah. palette this year. Don't do it. Because nah. you won't even need it. And Jack, like, he always compliments when I'm, like, the bare minimum and when I've done, like, the quickest little thing. He's like, you look so beautiful. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I love you so much. So we really don't need a lot. We don't need a lot. So you all know that we've been working on something really exciting over the past few months and we can finally tell you guys... We have been working with this brand now for over a year and you know we love everything it stands for. And we are so excited to announce that we are officially launching our own vibrator with Vush. Yo, yo! Woo! So the Ella and Dom Twist Vibrator was designed with endless play in mind. This toy is perfect for both internal and external play. Featuring a gyrating tip for targeted clitoral and G-spot stimulation and a twist design for a unique sensation. We also worked with the amazing team at Vush to create a set of curiosity cues that I know you're going to love to pull out next time your girlfriends are around. Best of all, the vibrator is launching in only one week on the 18th of July. Now, of course, we wanted to give you guys the chance to shop first. So if you sign up for early access, you can find the links on both of our Instagram pages in the highlight or we also have the links in our bios. And also the link will be in the show notes for you guys. So you'll get to shop the range a day early on the 17th of July. Next thing I've got on the list, yeah. organizing the trip. Who's mm. booked things? Who's planned it? How did it go in your scenario, babe? What's the go? What's happened there? Well, I was already going to Bali pre-guy. Yep. <laughs> um, before, <laughs> before I got a boyfriend, I was already going to go to Bali yeah. with Renee and then she couldn't go anymore because she's moved to the Gold Coast. And so I was going to go solo for a few weeks and then you decided to come because yep. I was like, fucking come. Yep. And then got a boyfriend, obviously. Um and then my brother was like, I want to come. So it's kind of turned into – and then now Dylan's coming. So there is there is four of us now. Yes. Um, but we have – well, I did all the booking because to me I see it as this is my trip. Yeah. Like – and it's theirs too. But in my head I'm like this is going to be really my time to switch off by myself, yes, yeah. with him, but really for me. Like – Obviously, I wasn't selfish with booking. Hello, they're going to thank me later. Like I booked the most incredible villas. Yeah, like elite, beautiful like places. Like the most – like it almost could be a fucking resort. It's that affordable in yeah, Bali to do. I know, yeah. And, you know, Airbnb in Bali, it's like a hotel. And I don't think people know that. So every I didn't time, know this. Every time I've stayed in Bali and you book it through – and I've only stayed in – I've never done a hotel in Bali. Wow. Ever. I've never done a hotel. It's always been Airbnb. Because the way they do their Airbnbs over there, and maybe this is the more expensive ones. Maybe yeah. it's not like the cheaper ones. Actually, no. When Renee and I did Airbnb, we stayed in a pretty cheap one in um, Seminyak or Changu. And every time I've done Airbnb, when you've got like the app and you're yeah. messaging the host, they actually treat it like a hotel. Every day they come in and they clean your sheets. They change your towel. They clean everything. Wow. Every single day they'll ask you, what time do you want us to come and clean? And then if you want a masseuse to come, you just message the Airbnb, hey, can you please organise this? They have contacts. They, they have wow. all of the contacts, the services. Hey, can you organise a chef to come in and cook us now? They organise it for you. They'll send you the price. You say yes or no. They organise every – can you get me a driver? Can you organise me a go? Like the Airbnbs wow. in Bali are a hotel. 
So to, it's actually cheaper yeah. to get an Airbnb. And then you have the luxury of your own pool, the privacy of walking around naked if you want to and yeah, not having children true. running around. Yeah, I know. That's you something know. that I'm, I just, I can't deal with. Yeah. I know for a fact we've booked this hotel in Croatia. Love that, Croatia. Like I'm so freaking excited. Love Croatia. We're going to Ravin, which is um, like north in Croatia. So it's like almost near Trieste, which is like on the border of Italy, wow. which is where my nonno's from. So we're going back to see where he was born. I'm so excited. I can't wait. But we're staying at this hotel, the Lone Hotel in Ravin, and it actually has like its own pool that's adult only. Like, love that. And I um, love that when they separate. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm at this stage in my life now where I want to enjoy well, there's adults no kids. only. There's no kids I don't you guys to, right now. Yeah. So why, you know... That, that is coming in future. Yes. You know what I mean? Like so, let's still enjoy the no kids. Yes. Let's enjoy cocktails at fucking 11 a.m. Yeah, by the pool because I will be. Yeah. So booking for Jack and I was actually really nice. We just sat down one weekend. And did it. Well, I booked the flight. I was like, we're going to Italy. I was like, these are the dates. Yeah. You get it off for work. And he made it work, which yeah. I'm so thankful for. Thank God. Thank <laughs> you, Jack's employer. <laughs> Um, and I was like, this is the flights. I'm paying my shout. Okay. So that was my treat. Love that. And then the way that we're making it work is we went and researched places we wanted to go. Yeah. We set out dates. We've got a spreadsheet open. I love that he's like very OCD in that. I also think traveling to Europe rather than Bali, it needs, it requires more planning. Bali, like I've, it's, Easy. You can get around it's and very you can book easy. things last minute. But, but, but Europe, I mean, I would need help because I wouldn't really know where's good to stay. Like I wouldn't yeah. actually It really took know. a lot of research and a lot yeah. of planning. Like we didn't book everything all in one go. Yeah. We did it over like about a month, I would say. Yeah. When we finally realised, yep, yeah, we're going, then we planned where we wanted to go. We planned mm. out the dates that we wanted to stay in places and what we wanted to see mm. um, and who else, you know, if there was family members that were going to be over there that we wanted to see. So. Yeah. It was a process, but realistically, I was like, okay, we're definitely going back to Shilla because you need yeah. to see Shilla and how much we loved it. Yeah. I want Jack to see it. And then obviously I didn't get to go to Croatia last year because we were in LA when mum and Mark were oh, there. Yeah. So I really wanted to go and meet my Nunnul's family. Yeah. So we're making that happen. And then we're doing – are we going to Florence? No, we're going to Milan because Jack's never been to Milan. Mm-hmm. He's never been to Shilla. And he's been to Rome and we're going to Lake Como because he's oh, never yes. been. And Lake Como, oh, my God. Heaven. So we're doing places, even if I've been, I'm like, I'm happy to go again to this. And these. it will be different anyway. Exactly, because I'm with, with him. him. yeah. So it was a 50-50 kind of thing. But then when it comes to hotels, so we're going to the Amalfi Coast and we're staying in Amalfi. Yeah. And I said to Jack, like, we can stay, we can skimp on another place, but yeah. I want to stay in a fucking amazing place on the Amalfi Coast. Yep. And I was like, bitch, I'm happy to fork out because this is like I want to do this. Well, it's almost like a once in a it, lifetime. It, it, yes. And trip. so I said that to him. I was like, babe, can we just do this place? Because, oh, my God, I just, I'm just i so excited to go I to this place. To it's like fully on the – like, oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's like it's not even real. It doesn't okay? look real It doesn't look real in the photos. Yeah. I'm probably going to cry. Everywhere in Europe doesn't look real. Like anywhere along the Amalfi Coast – Anywhere, like the resorts and the hotels, how do they build these places? I don't know how they get construction there, but thank you, God, for doing it because it's amazing. Um, So that was one non-negotiable for me. And then in Lake Como, Jack got to choose and I was like, yep, look, wherever I'm going to be, as long as I'm with you, I'm happy. But that that Amalfi, I really wanted to stay there. Mm. So for us, it was 50-50 definitely. And in terms of like – paying for stuff i booked flights he's booking accommodation and then whatever else will just kind of go but also i don't really care because like yeah i feel like these days it's so different now like i'm not like you need to pay for half of that or like yeah it's It's not like that at all just like i'll pay this and then you get the next yes you know it's a bit we don't even think about that no but i can say that we only had kind of one i had a temper tantrum okay that was because i was pmsing and jack was like babe you need to just i think you're a bit premenstrual right now you just need to take a chill pill yeah so that was like one moment that we had mm-hmm. but other than that the process of researching and booking the holidays well, it's exciting it's been so nice because we're just so excited i'm like it's counting so down the bloody days now 
Oh my gosh, you know? heaven. Another thing that I've thought about is private time or like solo time, yeah. toilet time even. Toilet time. Have you thought about toilet time? I mean, you, you've been spending a lot more time with Guy. So yeah, and he's he knows my clockwork with the toilet. So he's on he to knows. He knows. He's well aware if I'm gone for 20 minutes, he knows that I'm probably on the toilet. Yeah. And then sometimes even when I'm on the toilet, I'll send him a gif of um, Elmo on the toilet. So then he Cute. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> and I love that Elmo signifies that you're yeah. taking a shit. <laughs> and then sometimes if I didn't be like, you know, how are you going there? Any success? I'd be like, eh, not satisfied. So, you know, five Did you fall in? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll, I'll just be like, hey, babe, have you fallen in? Like yeah. it's taking a bit longer in there. No. But I think, you know, going to Bali in particular, yeah. there's always the possibility of Bali belly. Definitely. Have you thought about that situation? Um. Have you got your charcoal tablets ready? I will closer to I'll get my little kit sorted. Look, last time I was there, I didn't get barley belly because I wasn't like diarrhea. It was the so it was the seafood that yeah, time, wasn't I had it? like a seafood pasta at a really nice restaurant and I was just like incredibly bloated, but I didn't have the runs. I threw up twice in the morning, but they also it was it wasn't also like projectile, it was just like a tiny little vom. So it was really weird. Like, oh, I wasn't. Nice. I wasn't like going to the toilet though either. It was just my stomach. It just made was you balloon. Whatever. I remember that. Oh and I was God. like just a bit nauseous. But it lasted about twenty four hours, and that was it. And I haven't. Re- I have had barley belly proper about oh ten years and ago. And how was that? That was pretty bad. Um, I was sick for like three days, hugging the toilet, both ends in the shower, like uncontrollably shaking, thought I was going to die. What do you even do for that? Like do you go to hospital? I walked to the chemist and that was a meltdown because I like I was melting. Like I Weren't you like shitting yourself on the walk and I vomiting? Was, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But I had to go to the chemist because I, I didn't really have any other option. Like I had to get myself there. My friend who I was in Bali with at the time – the day that I got sick, we'd pre-booked this massive event at Omnia for a DJ and they were all out partying and I had to stay because I was that sick. Oh, my God. Sick. So I had to go to the chemist and get all the things, which I don't think any of that stuff really does a whole lot, mm. like, to be honest. Get you it, a drip. Yeah, you need a drip and the charcoal tablets and just, like, some plain toast for, like, three or four days. But how do you ingest the charcoal tablets if you can't keep anything down? Well, it will probably come back up, but... You just try not to vomit, really, once it's down. Like, you try not to be sick for a couple of hours and then it will start to work. But I haven't had, like, touch wood severe barley belly in about 10 years. So, fingers crossed that doesn't happen. As well, I hope that he doesn't get it and I hope that, yeah. I hope that no one gets it while we're there because it is unpleasant and it does put you out for a few days. But I feel so, like you're at that point now in your relationship. It'll be fine. Where it'll be... It'll be so fine. You know, like, I don't think... If he sees you shitting no. or, you know, vomiting over a toilet. He's I, literally said, like, I could have, like, human shit on my face and he'll still love me. Oh. So I, I, I'm i pretty comfortable. I'm pre- he's, he's reassured me, like, no matter what. Even with human shit on <laughs> yeah, your face. It's, it's very well, that's, much. That's pretty reassuring. I yeah, love that. Like, he makes me, even when I, you know, had really bad skin at the start of the relationship and I was feeling so shit about that when I went through that really challenging time and I wasn't yeah. running for two months and I was yeah. binge eating again. Like he's made me feel very, very reassured that no matter how ugly things might get, whether you're sick or, you know, even having a fight, like he will always still see me as like, I don't know, he says the sexiest person alive. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's what you want, yeah. knowing you've got a tight relationship, you've got that bond. And I don't think travelling – Yes, traveling can sometimes be stressful like yeah. in airports and, you know, you're flustered and you're in a yeah. different country and you don't know where you're going and all of that. And that can exacerbate, you know, I guess fights within a relationship. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, if you have a bond, you know where you stand in and that also, relationship. like communication. Big it, time. I mean, that we, we've literally oh been my told from such a young age that communication is key. But I think only now since I've been in a relationship yep. – I fully understand what that means. It's it's crazy how important yeah. communication is. Like, like I never realised how important it is until I was in a relationship now yeah. where I want it to work and I'm so um, invested yeah. in 
bettering myself and yeah. bettering the relationship for what it is that I know how important communication is, even if and when it is, um, you know, uncomfortable. Oh, my God, it's so uncomfortable. We we had a conversation the other day which was uncomfortable for me because I had to speak about my flaws mm. and, you know, um, old behaviour and old patterns of mine. How hard it is. It's to, hard yeah. because, first of all, you're, I guess – like hearing the person that you love bring up something that may be an issue mm. and it's something that you know you may need to work on in order for yeah. things to actually work out and like you said when you're invested and you actually want it to work you will have the uncomfortable conversations and you'll actually talk it out and yeah it's fucking uncomfortable like usually I would just avoid it and then you know I it would fizzle out yeah and it's it's so different now because I'm faced with my, I guess, yeah, old patterns. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, if you want this to work, then you have to make the change. It's like you, you know, you've got to meet me halfway. And, yeah, communication will save situations, relationships, friendships, business, as uncomfortable as it is. Yeah, and I know, like, there's horror stories out there and I've even got yeah. my own bloody horror story about when I – this was my first ever overseas holiday. Mm. I was in Bali with my first kind of long-term-ish boyfriend and um, he just decided on, like, the second last day that – he didn't really want to do this anymore. It wasn't working for him. He, he th pretty much was like, you know what, I'm going to leave and go home and you can find your own way home, which he didn't. We did eventually go home together on the plane. And a week later he broke up with me. And it was like, it was those kind of breakups that you're in bed crying, you're inconsolable, you can't eat. Like, you're, you're, like you feel like life is over. Yeah, it was. And then I look back on that and I go, Domenica, why the fuck would you waste your tears and your energy over a man like that? But we don't know what that age i know, know you had to go through at that age yeah so that's that was my experience of dealing with traveling with yeah. a partner that didn't really go too well i have traveled to the u.s for six weeks with my ex-husband yeah um which you know you you have your little quarrels but you just have your little bitch fights we have bitch fights even living at home in the same house yeah. you know what i mean so mm. for me it's like knowing what the triggers are for me it's if i'm tired yeah. if i haven't if i'm fucking hungry yeah all of those things. So minimising the mm. risk of having those little bust-ups. Um, in the Facebook group, though, to wrap up, guys, you sent through some pretty hilarious stories. There was so good. one that was sent in anonymously, but we do have to read this out because it is just so funny. So this is from an anonymous member in the Sit With Us group, okay? After a massive flight... I was bloated, gassy and felt super nauseous. After holding it in for several hours after we landed, we got to the hotel and I was dying to go to the bathroom. We've all been there. All been there. You know, you got to hold it in and it's the worst part about holding in a fart. Oof. It really it, it, it pops in your belly. It pops and it's just not good for you, honestly. Yeah. I told him to leave the hotel while I do my business, thinking that he did. But after realising that all the gases and build-up in my stomach, like the bathroom scene in White Chicks, oh, God. Yeah. That's fine. Mm, I went to go and wipe. I turned around to get the toilet paper and noticed there was a glass window looking over the bedroom. No <laughs> blinds or shutters were down. And he was laying on the bed staring at me, oh, I would fucking die. I would fucking yeah, die. Yeah, I would fucking die. I'd yeah. be, I'd mortified. be fucking mortified. Yeah. I was totally in shock. Uh, yeah. Babe, I don't blame you. Thinking, now I have to wipe myself after all of that. I, yeah. yeah. That would be the worst feeling, like knowing you, you've done your business, it feels great. Yeah. You see him. And then it just, I would feel like you, your guts would drop out of your asshole like after that. How do you even, like, that's the worst, that would just be the worst feeling. Then she said, I didn't know. What to do? So I just kept screaming with hand gestures, move out of the bedroom, go into another room, please. I was mortified. I mean, you poor thing. I don't blame yeah. you. I really want to know. Like what happens next? What happens next? Like what did he leave? Did he laugh? Like did you laugh about it after you guys still together? And then someone else posted under that, um, do people not shit in front of their partners? I don't and I, I honestly refuse to do that. I don't know. Like I've, I've got friends that do and they have since the get-go. But I just don't think I want to ever get there. I Unless it's like I need to go, I need to go. 
if if it was desperate yeah. and I and I've done it in past relationships where that person's been in the shower, I'm like, you need to get out of the. Sh-. It's when the toilet's in the same as the yeah. shower. And I'm like, you need to get out. And this person t- t- used to take fucking long showers. And I'm like, I need to go to the bu- – like it's after a coffee you yeah. need to go. Yeah. I've done it once. It's not something I do now. No. Um, It's door closed. It's like, yeah, it's it's poo time. So your toilet's in – because my toilet's not in – Which is great. Yes. My I, toilet now is, is in. in. Oh, I forget right? about that. Yeah, yeah. But that hasn't happened with Jack. Like we I, – I fight in front of him. Like oh, I've, do done, I've done – I've done – yeah, I've I've actually I have farted in my sleep. Apparently, guy said, I've, but if, I don't fart. In if front I've of got to let one out, I can't help it. Yeah, that's like, fair. and I'm comfortable in front of him, and yeah. he actually laughs at it. So I kind of like that. Yeah, no, I think it's cute that when I think it's funny. And also, Millie farts and burps as well. The my dogs cats fart. Yeah, oh, my the cat farts. Uh yeah, and they're like gassy. At, like when they fart, it smells like genuine like gas, like an egg gassy fart. Kai's farts stink. She'll literally lie on you with her ass in your face and let off a fart. I feel like cat shit stinks worse than dog shit. I'm just Probably. putting it out there. Yeah, sometimes their poos can be smelly, but then sometimes they don't at yeah, all. It's weird. It uh, is weird. Okay, wow, we're on to dog and cat dog shit. And t- yeah. But no, I don't do No. The, I don't go to the bathroom number two in front of – I piss all the time in front of him. Yes. I don't. Well, because my toilet's not – my toilet's uh, completely separate. Yes. So, like, he would never see me anyway. Yeah, like, if he's in the shower and I need to wee, I'm going to go and wee. Yeah, that's fine. But, no, I think for me, I, I mean, think the are ones are, like, oh, yes, yeah, 100%, fine. like, no questions asked. But, um, you know, a lot of the comments after we posted in the group about travelling were, you know, just be aware, like, you know, you make sure you've got everything planned so mm. there's no nothing that's going to, like – shock you and you know make sure everything's done so you're not stressed out a lot I, of those kind of comments as i really well. liked the one and we we did touch on it before how um cindy said while you're together 24 7 make sure you have some time on your own every now and again example when you're back in the hotel yeah. at night after dinner it's okay to just sit in silence scroll through your phone for the rest of the night also, you don't need to do everything together. Be okay with having a day where your partner wants to go do an activity and you're not interested in it. Instead of skipping that altogether just because you don't want to do it, use that time to do your own thing, like go shopping on your own all day, visit a landmark, eating at a restaurant. And I love that. Love that. I think it's really important. And, yeah. I, and I'm not afraid of doing And I do that, I guess, all the time with Jack now. Like if we are spending the weekend together yeah. and he's not working but he's doing his own thing, I'd be like, yeah, babe, I've got to go down the shop or I'm just going to go take Millie down the park. Like yeah. it's not something that we don't already do. Yeah. Um, and I won't hesitate to do that if we are in Rome, for instance, and I'm like, babe, I kind of want to go and get a gelato. Yeah. And he, does, he doesn't feel like going and get a gelato that's not going to stop me from yeah. going and getting a gelato in rome see you know what i mean yeah that shouldn't stop you just because they don't feel like doing do that it. thing but also I, I feel like and this is something that i'm also navigating at the moment in my relationship is having my partner in my house and not feeling like i have to actually physically like be with him in yeah. the house like yeah you know I'm struggling to do that at the moment. So I feel like going away will be really interesting because I love my alone time and I always feel like I think maybe this is just from in the past as mm. well. Like if I want to do my own thing for a day and go do something that I'm going to hurt their feelings because in the past it's been received that, oh, well, you don't, you don't want anything to do with me. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. Like I, I can just go do my own thing and I just – It's a much more mature way of thinking. I yeah. think that's a very – if your partner is really thinking that, it is quite immature Yeah. Um, because that's the, that – doesn't mean that at all yeah you know we yes we are kind of pack animals we we want to you know always have someone Uh, we want to be around others but having that alone time isn't a negative thing yeah it's actually you need it for your soul sometimes you just need to be alone like even if I just want to you know sunbake over there by myself like put my my headphones on and just listen to some meditation or a podcast like I think I'm Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I'll go with saying it, but I'll just say it. Like, I've never really had to do this before. so Communication. Yeah, it will be interesting. At the end of the day, communication is key, guys. Never forget it. But I do think, for me, on this trip, I think that this will be a really big stepping stone Mm. for Guy and I um, because I am right now so used to being able to just – 
do my thing mm. and like, you know. In your safe space, in yeah. your home and in your, you know, in your city, yeah. your home city. Yeah, I think that it will be a really interesting experience. I can't wait to see Jack in another country and in like an Italian environment and yeah. being so carefree and mm. him on holidays and not having work and not having the that holiday pressure. Mode. I, I'm really excited to be with him and be in that zone. The relaxed um, version of Just the relaxed and yeah. like having just drinking Aperols. Having sex on vacation. And also just, you oh. know what, like when I'm in Europe and I'm just going to say it and I'll probably get hate for this, probably Daily Mail will pick it up, but I just love having a durry in Europe. Oh, oh I see. A, a ciggy with your Aperols. Brits overlooking Guys the ocean. Guys said the same thing. I you get know it. What? I totally get it. I've... I mean, you had a durry when we were in Positano. Mate, you have a durry and it's just like nothing tastes as good <laughs> as an Aperol watching the sunset with a with a ciggy. Isn't okay? it funny how people – I mean, I, I totally understand it. I used to smoke cigarettes yeah. when I was, you know, a kid. And I don't think there's – like I'm not promoting. I'm not going out yeah. saying it's great for you. But you know what? That's something I kind of look forward to. And Jack and I were joking about it the I other like day. I a lot of people do though. It's like people do cigars. Yes, it's like a celebration thing. Yes. It's like, oh. People like I can smoke relax. cigars overseas. Yeah, I know that that's a thing. Yeah, no, I can I can respect that. Yeah, so I can respect you know, that. It's it's experiencing all of these new things together, and it's something that I can't wait for. And guys, after you listen to this podcast, we'd love to hear from you yes. about your experiences—negative, positive—about going on a holiday with your partner and. Any other advice you've got for us yeah. or any tips and tricks and uh, things that we should see and do, uh, whether that be in Bali yeah. or in Italy or Croatia, send them through because I'm making a list already and yeah. I cannot wait. Well, I'm taking Guy to go see my healer. Oh, that's going to be Which beautiful. Which will be interesting. Oh, my God. People still ask about your healer, babe. I, know, I feel like you need to like do. It's in my highlights, guys. Yeah. It's in my highlights, in the Bali highlight. His Instagram page is tagged. You can book with him. He's amazing. It's actually – so he's the uncle and his nephew will come and pick you up. They also wow. have like airport transfers if you need. They'll help with anything really. And yeah. you can now do like a three-day um, healing retreat. That would be amazing. Yeah. I know. Wow. So I'm excited to see him because last time I went – which is really interesting. Um, did he say anything about your love life? I can't remember now. Yeah, he did. Head. He said when obviously the English, like the language barrier. The barrier, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was very much like when man meets you, you're up here, he's here, intimidation, not good enough. And he's like spiritually a man will see you for you and like not feel intimidated. You need a man that's not intimidated by you because, I mean, he's right. My whole life. And that's guy. Yeah, I mean, guys definitely not intimidated by anything that comes with dating me, which is, you know, the first thing. Yeah, well, there's a lot. And that's always kind of been like the thought now. It's like when you're dating, you meet someone, you have to kind of say, you know, like an article might come out about you and your family, which it did with him. And, you know, he was outed before I even got to tell everyone who he was. So that is a scary part. But the healer did say... He he said he did say a lot and it will be really interesting to go back and show him Guy and then Amazing. Like because I remember as well he said a lot to Renee and everything was just so accurate. Like everything was so right and Yeah. I mean, what did he he said um that I'm very fertile and every healer and every psychic and every White witch, like they've all the pregnancy cards always come up, and bitch, the, you don't need to go and have a fertility the, test. The fertility cards always come up, like so weird. Before I went to London, when I saw this other psychic, the baby card just kept coming up. Oh my god! I and really I was like, go and see a psychic. I was like, I know, no, was... like no babies for Ella, please, no, 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 no. But I feel like I've been reassured from many uh, in wow. the spiritual world that like there's a lot of babies that are available maybe. I don't know. I love that. I still feel like we need to deep dive into the psychic world and potentially do a psychic reading on an episode. Yeah. I can't can't take you to Denise because she now follows me. You want to go to someone. Yeah, I want to go to someone that doesn't know my name. I just want to rock up. I just want to message this person and be like, hi. You do want to do that because now that she has me on social media, she replies to all my stories all the time. And um, yeah. Yeah, you want to go to someone who yeah. has no idea. So if you you've are. got any good psychics, guys, send them my way because I'm definitely um, very interested and intrigued by it all. I'm, yeah. I'm all open to it. I did go and see one in Byron Bay on my birthday. But it was I a mean, bit weird, wasn't it? It was a really bit weird. Yeah. Um, 
Isabella went as well and Izzy actually like had an argument with the yeah, chick because she was like fucking, yeah. So I just need to go and see a good one. Maybe please. we can, I mean, I can definitely find good ones. I do know of a 16-year-old boy in Melbourne. That's the one I want to get in with. Yeah, that my mum actually went and saw. He's amazing. Yeah. I remember so your mum telling me about we him. We could do something like that and maybe ask if we can record mm. and see what happens. I, mean, I remember when I did that with Mitch on maths, the woman was so nervous and because there were so many of us in the room, she was getting, she was picking up way too much. Yeah, it was like oh six of us in the room. Exactly, it's like, bitch, who are you picking up? Like, and it which... was her first time ever filming. There was oh. a cam crew, Soundy producer, Mitch, and me. Like there was it's a lot happening. Yeah. So right. maybe we can try and find someone who will let us record it, and then we can share that. Just on record the, it on our phone. On your phone, yeah. You know what I mean? But guys, thank you so much for listening. I feel like we unpacked a lot today. We unpacked a lot just to pack it all again into our suitcases yep. to head overseas. I know. And we leave soon. Yep. So, oh, and um, exciting news. Oh, my God. The best news ever. Like, so exciting. Love X. We, guys, I can't even believe I'm saying this. We are the official host of Love X a.k.a. Sexpo, rebranded, all about sexual wellness and being in a safe space to talk about all those things, which is what we are all about. 100%. So basically there's new ownership with LoveX, the old Sexpo, and they're really trying to change the reputation. I went to Sexpo a few years in a row and it was very out there. I mean, you know, naked women on stage with It can be confronting, you know. You know, being intimate with each other. It can be confronting. But I think that moving forward, they really wanted to put more of like the educational spin, sex ed stages. We're going to have a live sit with us uh, stage where we'll be chatting about all things sex with also sex experts. Yes. There'll be performances. There'll be people walking around wearing sexy outfits. It's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. There is a lot to be excited about, guys, and we just are so honoured and we are kind of shitting ourselves a little bit but very excited because this is our first foray into presenting and being the official host of something as huge and as iconic as LoveX. Yeah. Like this is huge. It is massive. Um, and, and we're doing Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne. Yes. Brisbane's only been confirmed, which is July 21st to July 23rd. Sydney and Melbourne are not confirmed yet. Yes. The um, date's unconfirmed for those other two cities. But if you are in the Gold Coast or in Brisbane or if you're willing to travel, we have all the links on our Instagram. We have a code for tickets. You can get 10% off using the code LX or DOMX, whichever one you want to use. It's all the same shit. Uh, and we're just so excited. Yeah. Uh, come and see us. We're doing live talks. We'll be hosting. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. It's like, just I'm so excited. So much fun. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. We love you. Make sure you come and join us on the Facebook group if you haven't already. And we'll chat to you next week. Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.